All right, real quick, people, before we get into today's show, we've just released a new course, Periodization for Periods, all around how to train women around their monthly cycle, and we've got it on special. If you're interested, click the link in the show notes. You are now listening to the Fitness Education Online Podcast, the podcast where fitness professionals go to grow their fitness business. If you're in the fitness industry, you'll find tips and strategies from proven business experts. Now, let's start the show. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Fitness Education Online Podcast. I am super excited because we have an absolute rock star in the industry on the line this week. I know I say that about every person every week, but this person actually is a rock star. The the things she's done in the fitness industry all over, really, but specifically in the, the Asian market, in the Thailand market, um, she basically started the industry over there, I think, or at least, you know, massively taken it from, from where it was to, to where it is today. Little bit about this person. She is the founder and manager of the Asia Fitness Conference. Um, one of the biggest, if not the biggest, fitness conference in Asia. I think they get something like a thousand uh, delegates coming every year. On top of that, she's also the managing director at Fitness Innovations over there in Thailand. So without further ado, let me introduce the one and only Suzanne Hosley. Suzanne, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? I'm awesome. I'm super excited. And yeah, it's going to be an interesting podcast. We've got 30 minutes to get in your, you know, probably 30 years of experience in the industry. So let's... Oh, um... Not that many, not that many. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> let's um, let's dive into it. We'll speak about the conference in a sec. Just before okay. we do, tell us, what did you do before the conference, Suzanne? Uh, or what did I do before Fitness Innovations. Fitness Innovations, we started 17 years ago, and that was to provide uh, certification and education for trainers in Thailand, because that did not exist back then. Wow. Um, let's, so let's, we, let's spend a minute there. So there was no certification process at all? No, none at all. And it's still not mandatory in all of Asia. It's not mandatory. So the people that come to study and get certified are doing it because they want to, not because they have to, Gotcha. which is great. Yeah. And question yeah. there, when, when that first started, was that people that were, well, I guess, did personal training exist? People were doing it just not certified or it didn't even exist? Correct. It existed uh, a little bit. <laughs> the fitness <laughs> industry back then was quite, was quite small uh, and it was quite new. So uh, there were personal trainers, but no, they were not certified. And it's actually my personal trainer who asked me if I could help him because I've been in education forever, but I was in business education. I was teaching MBA programs. And he said, can you help us get certified? And I said, what's that? Yeah. Wow. Okay. And this was 17 years ago, you mentioned? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it started in 2005. Okay. Now the but fitness... Then yeah. Then, <laughs> we were doing that for a number of years. And then our graduates started saying, hey, can you help us? We want to go to the IDEA conference. They want to go to the West. IDEA conference, they mentioned, they said? Yeah, they yep. wanted to. And could we organize a group kind of tour for them? So we looked at that and then they went, oh, my God, that's way too expensive. We can't do that. Mm. So then my husband and I decided, we said, okay, let's let's invite assume let's invite 10 people that we'd really like to see at a conference and see what happens so we we wrote 
10 letters to 10 presenters in us, the US and Canada principally. And they all said, yes, they'd come. And then we wow. kind of looked at each other and went, oh, crap, how do you organize a fitness conference? <laughs> <laughs> so we did. And that's how it started. Awesome. Couple questions with that. Those 10 people, was that a, those 10 presenters? Was that a paid thing for them? A free thing? Can I ask that? Or is that, is that too? Um... Oh, it was paid. We, we, we paid people. Gotcha. We paid them to get here. We put them in hotels. Yep. We, it's, it's quite expensive. Gotcha. And was that hard doing the math at the start when you were, cause I'm guessing when they said yes, you were kind of like, all right, well, to make this work, we're going to need X amount of trainers at X amount of dollars. Like, tell us about that process. What was that like? Once they said yes, what'd you do from there? Oh, we just did it. <laughs> <laughs> we just did it. We said, okay, that's a great idea. Let's try it. And um, it was quite small. We only had about, I think, 12 presenters in the first first year. Yep. How many, how many delegates or attendees? Oh, about 350, 400. On the first one? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> People were interested. They wanted to do it. And then it grew. And that and was, grew, I'm guessing those original 350, 400, were they your ex-students? They were people already on the, the database or was there a lot of marketing done to get those, those people down? How did that work originally? Uh, we did a bit of marketing. We did. So some of, a lot of them were our students or graduates, but a um, number of them were not. And we had um, fitness clubs mm. were, were sending their staff. And it was, uh, yeah, it was all a bit of a crapshoot, really. I <laughs> <laughs> no idea what we were doing, but it worked really well. And interestingly enough, a number of years later, I was at a, an IDEA personal trainer conference in the U.S. And I bumped into a Filipino delegate who came to AFC every year and I said wow what are you doing here and he said oh I go to all the conferences he said what are you doing here I said well I've never seen a real fitness conference so see what it's really like and you know what he said he said don't learn anything don't learn anything don't learn anything here because he said the way you guys organize the Asia Fitness Conference is spectacular. Yeah. And don't learn anything from any of these people. We feed delegates. They have coffee breaks with real food. We feed real lunches. We have a Saturday night party. We uh, Delegates get spoiled. And uh, he was saying, don't, 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 don't learn anything yeah. <laughs> here. Don't change anything. Well, I'll tell you a couple of things. I've never been, right? I didn't know about it until 2019 right i had oh, no idea about that's it yeah that's what we had yeah 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 and COVID. well this yeah this is how i know right because i i've been to i, I travel to i go to filex every year in australia i go mm -hmm. to fitex every year in new zealand um yeah. i've i didn't go to the last couple ideas and then it was online or whatever but i, I you know i've been to three or four ideas and then a couple of my friends were just uh, presenters and they were just yeah. posting oh i'm you know, australians you know you probably know them um i think i can't remember if it was I think JP was over there. I think Ulrich was over there. I think Alicia Smith was over there. You know, yeah. good, like three or four of my friends are just like, oh, so excited to present at the, the Asia Fitness Conference. And I'm like, I haven't heard about this. What was this? And I'm like, oh, it's in Thailand. I'm like, this is on my ticket. I'm going in 2020. 
you know, so I I, I bookmarked <laughs> I bookmarked it and, and whatever, and then you know didn't get over there in 2020, and there was like oh, 2021 I'll go. I think it was online or something, and I was like, oh, yeah, I go to the, the, the. I know we touched on this before. The down point with online is it just makes it less like the advantage. Like here I am, I could go to Filex here, and I can go yeah. to Fidex in New Zealand. The presenters are pretty similar. You know, the biggest difference is in you know the the other delegates there, the way the conferences run, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. If it's just both online, what's the point? You know, it's just like, it doesn't matter which one I, I kind of do. So yeah. yeah, yeah. And then I was going to go this year, but I'm yeah. actually in the US for a different conference. So I can't make it, but that's all right. As long as we don't get COVID, I'm there for, uh, for 2022. So okay. <laughs> let's just, um, um, uh, I guess share You'll one. You'll be there in 2023. Sorry. This 20... is 2022. Yeah. Yeah. Years and COVID, you know, I've lost them. Um, all right. We so all then. Have- Am I right in saying, Suzanne, that first conference was around 2009? It was in 2009, exactly. Gotcha. So 2009 to 2022, what's changed? What are the biggest differences? Uh, What can you tell us about that? Um, Well, it's, it's international. It's probably the most international fitness conference in the world. We get delegates from 30 or over 30 countries. And we get presenters from all over the world as well. We have Europeans, we have Australians, New Zealanders, Canadians, Americans, Brits, Italians, keep going. So it's it's very international. It's become very, very international. And we've also, we're less reliant on the U.S. Mm. Because the fitness industry in the U.S. is the fitness industry in the U.S. It's not the same as the fitness, fitness industry in Asia. Yeah. So we're more... Um, well-rounded i would say we try and we try and uh, bring in information and presenters from all over and this year we have a number of presenters who are local okay local as in regional Thailand. Oh, okay. Business gotcha. owners. yeah and talking about how the fitness industry has changed over the last few years and what they've done to survive <laughs> yeah for sure Awesome. All right. Well, hey, let's give it a bit of a plug for most people listening to this, Suzanne, are going to be probably Australian-based, maybe New Zealand-based. Let's give it a bit of a plug. Let's say they're, they're listening to this and they're like, all right, you know, you know, Suzanne, Jono, I go to Filex every year, you know, should I go to Thailand and go to the Asia yes, Conference? <laughs> well, give it a bit of a plug, Suzanne, and maybe do this in a couple different ways. At the time of recording this, this will go live on Monday. Right. Okay. So I'm guessing your your conference is in a couple of weeks. Give it a bit, give that one a little bit of a plug. But also maybe just like someone may not be like, oh, I just heard about it on Monday. I'm not going to book my ticket and go go next week or whatever. But we can set the scene and kind of be like, hey, here's where you can go to, you know, follow us or learn more and you know, follow us and then, you know, book early for the 2023 one. So t- tell us a little bit. Like, um, yeah, someone listening in Australia and New Zealand, why should they come across to to Thailand there and attend the conference? Well, first of all, because they should come to Thailand. It's yeah. one of the most interesting countries in the world. Um, so it would be great for them to come and have a holiday along with a fitness conference. Uh, it's a great networking opportunity if people are interested in setting up business or expanding their business into Asia. Mm. It's the perfect platform for that. Um and it's not Australia and New Zealand, it's <laughs> international. So it's, um, it's a different feel. We've been told that um, 
the closest conference in terms of feeling is the one in New Zealand. Yeah, that's my favorite. Uh, I shouldn't say that on here. That's definitely one of my favorites. <laughs> one of my favorites. Well, I'll, uh, can I get, are you cool if I give my take from an Australian point of view? Uh-huh. Yeah. Here's my take here for anyone in Australia. Filex is great, you know, awesome conference. Um, what I found though, like if I go to Filex and I have a look around me, it's all my competitors. It's all people I know and, and that kind of thing there, which is fine. I think Filex is good to go to not fall behind, right? Yeah. What I love going about going to New Zealand and going to IDEA and um, when I go to the Asia, when I go next year to the Asian Fitness Conference, exactly. Uh, it's completely different people. So I yes. feel I'm getting knowledge that my competitors over here don't have. Not saying that knowledge is necessarily better or worse. It's just different. It's different. Like Suzanne mentioned, there's Europeans, there's Italians. I've never seen an Italian at um at Filex before, right? So yeah, they might just have a different way of explaining it, you know? Or maybe yeah. it's just slightly different in, in Italy. And if I go and hear that over there, I'm bringing something totally new over here. So that's the way I would look at it. Um, yeah. On top of that, it's as you mentioned, it's great just to be in a different country. And I'm not sure on the 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 prices and that, but I'm guessing accommodation in Thailand is, is would be pretty affordable, would it? Yeah. Yes. So it's yes, kind yes, of, yes. yeah, accommodation's pretty affordable. Food's uh, affordable. Accommodation is affordable. Your transportation claim, is affordable. Absolutely. Claim it on tax anyway. You know, yeah, you got to buy the ticket, but you'd have to buy the ticket wherever you were in the world. You know, yeah, you got to apply the, the, the biggest thing is probably the plane ticket. Um, but I guess, you know, depending on where you are in Australia, let's say you're in Western Australia, for example. Yeah. It's you probably Singapore. Yeah. And it's probably not that different because let's, let's say you're, you're weighing up the two you're in Perth and you're like, right. I can either fly to New Zealand or I can fly to Thailand, right? Or I can fly to even Sydney, you know, like, yes, yeah. the Sydney flight will be shorter and cheaper, but like, I'm guessing a combination in Sydney and a combination in Thailand, you know? Not the same yeah. So yeah. It, if you do the math, it may not be that expensive. You claim it back on tax or whatever, whatever it may be. You get to experience a different culture, as you mentioned. And actually, question, we feed you. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> There you go, Sydney prices, you know, like Sydney lunch prices you'll probably save on there. Um, question on that, Suzanne, do you do any kind of like tourist activities in that? You know, sometimes when you go to IDEA, they're like, you do a no. bike ride. No, okay, cool, cool. No, well, no, we don't do that. We don't do that, but it's very easy to organize from here. I mean, there's tons of things to do and places to go. We get we get presenters and delegates that ask us, you know, if I go there, where should I go? I want beach, I want mountains, I want whatever, so we can recommend where to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well that might be that's that's uh expect that email from me when I head over there. Okay. Um yeah. okay. So let us know a little bit about like I guess the um, the layout of it, like how many days, how many hours, how many sessions at once? Is it more business stuff? Is there more prac stuff? Are there workouts, parties? Let us know a little bit about like if someone was to go, what do they see? Okay. Um, the It's a three-day event with pre-cons and post-cons. Gotcha. Um, Wait, hold on. Let me just get my head around that. It's So is a one-day event with a pre-con and a post-con? No, 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 no. It's a three-day event yeah. plus a pre-con plus. Oh, wow. So you can essentially yes. go for five days. Yes, you could go for five days. Gotcha. It's, um, 
This year, we're, it's a bit smaller because post-COVID, people are not going to be traveling as much. China is closed still. I did not know um, that. So um, we only have eight concurrent sessions. Oh, only? Only oh, eight? Yeah, only okay. eight. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. previous years we were up to twelve. <laughs> yeah, okay. and starting at seven o'clock in the morning, going till five o'clock, six o'clock at night. Um, we have everything: personal training, strength and conditioning, group X, dance, Pilates, yoga, gotcha, business, yeah. psychology, yeah. etc., etc. Yeah, nutrition, yeah, science. We've got yeah. a bit of everything, uh, basically because. Um, well, we attract all kinds of people from all kinds of fields, yeah. and um, so so it's it's a really good. What we find is when people first come, they all jump into the workshops. Again, we have big language issues because we oh, have people yeah. from thirty different countries coming in. How does that just so, just quickly? How does that work? Sorry, interrupt. Is it mainly in English? Are there translators? How does that work? Um, in the past, we've had two streams that were translated, one into Chinese, one into Thai. Gotcha. So that would be for the lectures. Yep. But mo what we ask all of our presenters to do is to make their sessions active so people can learn by doing yeah. rather than just by listening. So we have mostly workshops uh, and people go along with and learn through through doing, which is really good. Love that. So because of that, yeah, we have lots of workshops and we have all kinds of varieties. The first timers tend to take all the super hard workshops and Friday they're bopping around all day long. Saturday morning they're back in again. By Saturday lunchtime they're kind of fading and by Sunday they're flat on the ground. Yes, I've so. been there before. Yeah, so we try and get people to, you know, to just plan a little bit, <laughs> take yeah. a super active one, then take a lecture, then take a super active one, then take a relaxation one and that kind of thing. My um, my recommendation for, because I love fitness um, conferences, right? I go kind of all over the world. Um, I like the five-day thing. I think that's a good value add for especially trains in Australia. Like if you're listening to this in yeah. Australia, because sometimes you can kind of be like, oh, man, I'm doing that long flight for three days, like, a lot of work for three days, right? Um, but I yeah. feel if you do that pre-con and that post-con as well, all of a sudden it's five days and okay, you know, I'll travel those eight hours or, or whatever it is for, for those ones there. Uh, one final question about the conference, Suzanne, and I don't know if you know this off the top of your head or even if you just give us a bit of an indication. In turn, I know you've got people from all different countries that come. Do you know those ratios at all where it's like 50% Thai and 30% Australian or – do you know roughly oh, the, the breakdown? Um, it's it, it, mostly mostly Thailand, China, Singapore, Malaysia, Vietnam, um, India, Philippines. And then we also have people from Australia and New Zealand and the US and all over Europe and Pakistan and the Middle East. And it's... You, it's would you know the stats Asia versus non-Asia? How many how many delegates are from Asia? I would versus... say from all of Asia, if we're including all of Asia, I would say about 70%. Oh wow. That's still a huge take. Not not so 30% is not from Asia. Yeah. Yeah, wow. Okay. Yeah. And then that... from 
all over and it's great. They have a great time. I remember one woman that I met at IDEA and she said she would come. So she came over and she was astounded. She said, there aren't even any chairs. Of course, we're not chairs. <laughs> sit on the floor, you stand up. Yeah, yeah. And there's a lot of interaction. We do a lot of um, getting people to bond. And what we have is we, we have delegates who have not missed a single year. And they come, there's one, there's an 80-year-old guy from the U.S. who's come every year. There's a German guy who's come every year. And they just, you know, they get back together again. It's, well, hi, how are you? What have you been doing for the last year? So it's a really nice, warm atmosphere. And because the delegates are so excited, then the presenters are so excited. So yeah. the presenters love coming because the delegates are so keen. They're not blasé like in Australia. And the US. <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, not like, oh, God, what are you teaching me? They're yeah. really excited. And so the presenters love it as well. So it's like a big love fest, really. Well, you've sold me, Suzanne. I'll book my ticket for, for 2023 right now. If someone's okay. listening to this and they want Anyone to Anyone book... else come this year? It's three weeks away. You've got plenty of time. Where do we go? If someone's listening to this and they're like, I want to go or I at least want to check it out. Where do we okay. go? Uh, www.asiafitconference.com. Awesome. And I'm guessing. Is the website or go to our Facebook page or Instagram. You can see all kinds of things. You'll see the program. There we go. <laughs> see the program for the three days and the postcons and all of it's it's great. It really, really is. And you'll see lots of videos from delegates who are returning. Why mm. are they returning? Why are they coming back? And from presenters, why they love it. And it's a, it's a worthwhile experience, honestly. For everyone, you should come. Awesome. All right. Suzanne, that's pretty much all I wanted to get through today. Is okay. there anything I should have asked you but forgot to or anything you want to finish this off with? I don't think so. I think that just about covers it. But honestly, we welcome everyone and uh, we'd love to have you coming up. It's uh, it's a great place to be. We've been locked out for three years now. <laughs> I think the, our theme this year is back together again. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. All right, Suzanne, thank you very much for your time. Thank you very much. Thanks, Jenna. Thank you for listening. If you liked this show, share it with your friends, subscribe on iTunes, and leave us a five-star review. For show notes and free training on how to grow your fitness business, visit www.fitnesseducationonline.com.au. Are you a fitness professional looking to provide your clients with personalized meal plans? Check out Mealsy, the ultimate solution for creating custom meal plans in just a few simple clicks. With Mealsy, you can say goodbye to countless hours spent on meal planning. Our Australian meal planning web app is designed to save you time and effort 
so you can focus on what really matters, your clients and their success. Mealsy provides you with a vast library of recipes, all created by nutrition professionals. From breakfast to dinner and everything in between, we've got you covered. Whether you want to create a custom meal plan tailored to your client's needs or choose from our selection of ready-made meal plans, Mealsy has the flexibility to accommodate your preferences. So why waste precious time and energy creating meal plans from scratch? Let Mealsy do the heavy lifting for you, or you focus on delivering exceptional fitness services. Join the community of fitness professionals who have revolutionized their business with Mealsy. Visit our website at www.mealsy.com and sign up today. Mealsy, the smarter way to meal plan for fitness professionals.